Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about candidiasis. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash candidiasis or in the genitourinary medicine section of the Zero to Finals Obstetrics and Gynecology book. So let's get straight into it. Vaginal candidiasis is commonly referred to as thrush. It refers to a vaginal infection with a yeast of the Candida family. The most common is Candida albicans. Candida may colonise the vagina without causing any symptoms. It then progresses to infection when the right environment occurs, for example during pregnancy or after treatment with broad-spectrum antibiotics that alter the vaginal flora. Let's talk about the risk factors for vaginal candidiasis. These include pregnancy, poorly controlled diabetes, immunosuppression, for example using corticosteroids, and broad-spectrum antibiotics. Let's talk about the presentation. The symptoms of vaginal candidiasis are a thick white discharge that does not typically smell, and vulval and vaginal itching, irritation or discomfort. More severe infection can lead to erythema or redness, fissures, which are small cracks or breaks in the skin, edema, pain during sex, which is called dyspareunia, dysuria, which is painful urination, and excoriation, which is scratches from itching. Next, let's talk about the investigations. Often, treatment for candidiasis can be started empirically based on the presentation, without any investigations. Testing the vaginal pH using a swab and pH paper can be helpful in differentiating between bacterial vaginosis and trichomoniasis, where the pH will be above 4.5, and candidiasis, where the pH will be less than 4.5. A charcoal swab with microscopy can confirm the diagnosis. Finally, let's talk about the management options. Treatment of candidiasis is with antifungal medications, and these can be delivered in several ways. Antifungal cream, for example clotrimazole, inserted into the vagina using an applicator, an antifungal pessary, for example clotrimazole, or oral antifungal tablets, for example fluconazole. The NICE clinical knowledge summaries updated in 2017 recommend for initial uncomplicated cases the options of a single dose of intravaginal clotrimazole cream, for example 5 grams of 10% cream at night time, or a single dose of a clotrimazole pessary, for example 500 milligrams at night time, or three doses of clotrimazole pessaries of 200 milligrams over three nights, or a single dose of oral fluconazole at 150 milligrams. Caniston Duro is a standard over-the-counter treatment that's worth knowing about. It contains a single fluconazole tablet to treat the infection and clotrimazole cream to use externally for the vulval symptoms. They also recommend that recurrent infections, meaning more than four in a year, 
can be treated with an induction and maintenance regime, which lasts over six months with oral or vaginal antifungal medications, although this is an off-label use. Warn women that antifungal creams and pessaries can damage latex condoms and prevent spermicides from working, so alternative contraception is required for at least five days after use. So thanks for listening to this episode on candidiasis. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast, and I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about chlamydia.